Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I forgot to mention yesterday that the number of messages I got about your toe was kind of out of control. I can't believe you posted as many pictures of that mangled gross hoof as you did. Apparently I didn't post enough because I was getting messages because I posted a before picture of what it looks like before um, our friend, Dr. McCluskey, basically more or less like popped it, oh. popped the blister in your toe. Yeah. Um, but people were like, I, is it weird that I really wanted to see what was in there? Like, is it weird that I wish there was a video of it? Even Chrissy, his wife was like, I yelled at him when he got home that he did not take a video of what he was doing. I had at least 50 messages of people being like, okay, I know I'm a weirdo, but I really wanted to see it. There's a whole show that isn't that what the, isn't Dr. Pimple Popper. The whole premise of that is extracting things from the skin, right? And Mm -hmm. the more significant the extraction is, the more people are into it. I don't It's really- so, to me, it's so gross. Like if I was listening to this show right now, I would be close to turning it off. It grosses me out that much. I think it's totally gross too, but on strangers, like I wouldn't watch Dr. Pimple Popper. However, um, with yours, I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I'm a little sad that I wasn't there. Really? Yeah, I, I want to see, like, I, I, I'm i just curious. You people are all sick and weird and gross. Well, I know that you know that because every single one of you who wrote to Callie about it started with, I know this is sick and weird. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, June 15th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the Trader Joe's that's right around the corner from our house. Um, It's probably, what, 1500 yards closer than it was from our old house. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're really taking advantage of it in this new place because it's so close. It's so close. It is, I don't know why it feels closer. I don't even know if it is closer, but it seems closer. I don't know. Maybe because it's just, there's no waiting at stoplights or anything. It's just like a one. Yep. That could be, it's the same road. Yeah. It's the same road. There's, you know, no stop signs to get there. Green lights. It's, it's just perfect. I went there yesterday and they are blessed Trader Joe's and their commitment to like not be wasteful. They still are using Christmas grocery bags. Did somebody say, I think it was your mom say that the the guy who owns Aldi bought Trader Joe's and all, no Aldi the grocery idea. store that would that would I, I think I would be bummed about that you do yeah what does it have to do with the Christmas bags nothing my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for sweatshirts I met our second neighbor 
And she is delightful. She was out walking her grand dog. It's a four-month-old Great Dane. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it like the size of Lily? It is right now, but two weeks, it'll be a small horse. And then, you know, six months from now, it'll be a full-size horse. Um, But it was so cute. She yelled at Ellie and I from four houses down. She's like, oh, hey, are you our new neighbor? Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Yeah. And she... um, was so nice. We, we chatted about the neighborhood. We chatted about what day the garbage truck comes. Um, she told me which house she lives in, if there's anything we need, yada, yada. So fantastic, as a neighbor should be. So we are now, for the neighbors that we've had conversations with, we're two for two. They're both home runs, right? But she said something to me that immediately made me think of our neighbors um, – at our last house, not the townhouse, but the last the house. The bad neighbors. The bad neighbors. Media, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is actually like um, a great, not a life lesson, but just a, a, something to keep in mind. And we've, we've talked about it recently with Elise Myers and saying, I do not receive that. Mm-hmm. But it's just something to be aware of. So here's what she said to me. So we're talking and um, – you know, Ellie was in the driveway. So I'm like, this is Ellie and my wife is Callie and I work out of the house and, and Callie's at work right now. Um, and of course, once Lily and Sadie heard my voice, they came running downstairs and they were in the window and they were barking because mm-hmm. then they saw the puppy. And I said, oh, and that's Lily and Sadie. And she she said, uh, oh, we knew we, we were when we were out for a walk um, and... We saw your dogs in the backyard and they barked. Uh, we knew they're dog people. They're good people. Oh. And then, like, I think she re- she mentioned something about rescuing or fostering dogs or, or something like that. Basically, what she said was 180 degrees the opposite of what our last next door neighbor said. Yeah, right? it wasn't a problem that the dogs were barking. She was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. They're dog people. Like, they're they're like me. And I get it. There are people who are dog people and there are people who aren't dog people. But the facts, when you lay out the facts, before we lived in that house, we lived in an apartment, like an apartment community apartment for over a year without one complaint about either of our dogs barking. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, before we lived there, we lived in a townhouse mm-hmm. where Blair used to come visit before there was a Lily. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, you and Blair eventually moved in. And so there was a Blair and a Sadie. Not one complaint in that neighborhood. Right. About the dogs. We gave this woman, this couple, so much power over us. We did. Because we're people pleasers. And the thought that some aspect of our existence was making somebody else uncomfortable disturbed us to no end. You know what we should have thought about? Their existence was making us uncomfortable. A hundred percent. And we know that they were crazy. Like, remember they, they said we have to have a meeting about the dogs and I went to it and she barked at me. She got in my face and barked at me to demonstrate 
what Lily sounds like the entire time we're not home. If you, this is serious. This, this, this is the first 50 episodes of The Upside, I think, that these people. So I'll save you the trouble of having to go back and listen to the whole thing. But in short, this woman said that our dogs needed mental health help that one of them needed a, to go to a pet psychic to relieve some trauma because they parked nonstop. The one, one of our dogs, Lily, parked nonstop when we weren't home. I was so upset at that thought that I left recording equipment running in the house when we went out and recorded not one bark. Like there were two or three like barking incidents mm-hmm. and there were also like, the mail came and we had two packages or whatever. So right. that's what she was barking at. But we let this woman take up so much of our time and energy and we felt so badly. And then that turned into anger and dislike. Like we still refer to them like the terrible neighbors and mm-hmm. all. We give them all of this. We put all of these negative vibrations in the world because of the, their opinion that our dogs barked too much and it was wrong. And we factually knew all the evidence was pointing it to it being wrong. But that is the, that's the dark side of being a people pleaser is you'll, is people can. Is that you always doubt yourself first. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're always immediately the problem. And like we're. Oh my gosh, a light bulb just went off in my head because I do that all the time. 100% of the time, yes. I assume that I'm the problem. Like yes. if my boss is like, hey, can we chat for a second? I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I. I'll stay do? late. Can we chat for a minute? I'll stay late. I'll come in on Saturday. I'll fix it. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, oh, we just wanted to tell you that there's going to be a new, you know, um, a new option for lunch in the cafeteria. I'm like, oh my God. Right. So it's just. I, we torture ourselves. Yes. How do we not do that? Because do you know what the reality is? I think most neighbors are like the people that we're meeting now. You think? Think about it. We had no problem. We didn't really know anybody that we knew our next door neighbor at the townhome, the first townhome, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She was great. He was a doctor, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd see them out every now and again. We would chat. Um so there was that. Then uh, everybody was nice at the apartment. We knew the dog people at the apartment because we'd be walking our dogs at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we knew, like, who was a barker, who the, our dogs were going to bark at. We knew when to get out of the way, all that. Like, we knew that that was fine. Then we then this one woman says something, ruins everything. And then at the townhome, the last place we lived uh, – Our neighbor's dog bit me, so that was <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, but, but you also didn't – I mean, yeah. I was kidding. But we don't really know anyone there. This one woman out of all the neighbors that mm-hmm. we have been lucky enough to live around mm-hmm. ruined so much. So anyways, when she said that sentence and then I was driving, I said goodbye to her, I got in the car, I was driving, and I was thinking about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, do not, take this as a sign, do not let your desire to make everyone comfortable ruin your comfortableness. I don't know what the word is, right? So that's Make my- you uncomfortable to the point where you're uncomfortable in your own life, in your own skin, in your own job, in your own- You can be courteous to people. Like 
the appropriate thing to do with our last neighbors would have been to, we closed the bedroom door mm-hmm. so the dogs couldn't go in the bedroom when we weren't home because those windows overlooked their yard. That was it. We were obligated. That was a, that was a courtesy. That was a nice yeah. thing to do. We shouldn't have given them another minute of time. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I mean, and I'm here, glad. And I'm, here we are. Two years. How long? Two ago? years later. No, longer than. Wasn't it longer? Yeah, it was like longer than that. We're still thinking about it. Anyhow, um, that that will be that 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 is closure on that entire chapter. And I will. I, I love will, that refreshing look from the dog person. Like that's super cool. It's the upside. I have um, an idea that I'm going to start doing with our neighbors. I did this at my. Last job, there was a restaurant right near the um, radio station mm-hmm. that I would go to a lot for lunch. Every meeting I have with, was there. It was good. It was close. The the hostesses and the and the manager were always nice and would get us a table. It was great. Um, I kept a notepad in my phone because mm-hmm. I'm terrible with names, with the names of all the people who worked there and like I did that with my coworkers. A three or five line description of them. Mm-hmm. Or three line, three or five word description. So it would just say like um Kelly, blonde bartender, uh has a cat named Rufus. Right. But I wouldn't even, yeah. Uh, and I would just put like um cat person, you know, loves cats. Mm-hmm. Just a thing so that. I could glance at my phone quickly and know who it was. I'm going to start doing that with neighbors. Oh, we absolutely should. I meant to do that after we met our neighbors, like the ones right next to us last Uh weekend. And um, I also do like the little add a fun fact to that because then it makes people be like, oh my gosh, they really remember me. That's so awesome. Like it, you know what I mean? Like, um, is it terrible that I know with confidence our next door neighbors dogs both of their names, but I am unsure about, um, I know his name, but I'm unsure about her name. I think, I think most people, but I know the dog's names, know the dog's names or know the pet's names. You know what I mean? In their neighborhood. Um, I think that's totally normal. About a month ago, I saw a functional medicine doctor and she told me that I need to be getting more sleep. And I am someone that gets up in the morning to work out. And I go to work at like 4.30 in the morning, which means I'm getting up at like 2.30, which is crazy, right? However, I feel really good about myself when I work out. My brain feels more clear when I work out. It's just a great way to start the day. And I've tried mixing it up. Like I've tried to work out in the afternoons. I just don't have the same energy is the wrong word, like drive to do it at night. And I don't have to like worry about Ellie or, you know what I mean? It's kind of like my time in the morning. So this doctor was like, okay, I would honestly rather have you sleep in half an hour than work out because I think your body needs to sleep and I don't want it to work against you. So I decided that I was going to try to go to bed half an hour earlier so I could wake up half an hour earlier and still get the same amount of sleep. That was like my hack. Against doctor's orders. It's not against doctor's orders. Against doctor's orders. The doctor said, I would rather have you sleep. So she would rather have you go to sleep a half hour early and skip the workout. But. I'm only giving you crap about it because I know that if I did the opposite of what my doctor said, you would 
harass me. But I don't know that it's the opposite. I mean, I feel so much like more awake, involved. I feel better when I work out in the morning. So I'm just confused now because I'm like, okay, I know what the advice is and why they're giving it to me. But also I'm looking at my schedule during the day and there's not an enjoyable time for me to get a workout done during the day. You know what I mean? Three in the morning is not an enjoyable time. But It's you- enjoyable for me. Like I'm alone. It's dark out. Like I know it. I'm not getting emails. I'm not worried about the next thing I have to do. I'm not worried about Ellie. Like it's my, that early time is like my time. And so I'm kind of like, you know, it's not that I don't believe my doctor. I 1000% do. I just, I haven't worked out that early in a I, month and I miss it so much. I think you should ask your doctor a question about you getting the extra sleep. I think you should ask if it's about the actual 30 minutes of slumber, right? Of you being asleep, or if it's about your body resting in the middle of the night, because it's unnatural. It's not, it's, you're not wired to wake up and work out at three in the morning. Like you're just not, as as a, as an animal, that's not like, if you were, you'd be a a cat, Mm -hmm. you'd be a feral cat, Mm -hmm. like, but you're not, you're, we're not nocturnal. Right. So I would ask her for a clarification on that because I don't think it's, I mean, I So you think it's not about the amount of sleep. You think it's about, she doesn't want my alarm going off at three. It's the rhythm. Mm, okay. So maybe I'll have to like go back and ask Like there, her. there are studies or whatever that say the optimal time to fall asleep for the, for the human body's rhythm is like between 945. I'm making these times up, yeah. but it's like 945 to 1055. Okay. It's like an hour and 20 minute window or 10 minute window or something that's like, and then, um, then wake up with the sun, mm-hmm. right? So within an hour of the sunrise is supposedly what you're supposed to do, you're actually waking up three hours, just three hours after that rhythm is naturally starting. And I got to tell you, I have been doing it for six years. It hasn't gotten any easier. Right. I mean, you did it for 25, right? Like it, or not 25. Were you in mornings for 25? Yeah, my entire adult life. Um, Did it ever become normal to you, like body wise, or were you always a little bit off? I wasn't, I thought I was, it was normal. I thought I was fine with it until I didn't have to do it anymore. And it was so, it took me a year to adjust. Really? A full year. How did it feel different a year later? I mean, I just feel normal. Like when I wake up, I'm awake. When I go to bed, I'm tired. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, it's just, it's not normal. So I would, add, I'm, my opinion is I would ask her about that. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. My boss tells me to have a good day. So I packed up my stuff and went home. <laughs> We've been telling you a lot about Bruch uh, this week and last week. Here's what I want to tell you that I love. It's that they have a subscription plan, so you can purchase this electric toothbrush. And my biggest gripe about electric toothbrushes before I got my Bruch was I can't remember 
to buy the dang heads. Like I, it's just not something that I think about. Well, Bruce makes it easy because you can have a subscription plan and every six months they're going to send replacement heads to your door. So easy. And you never have to be embarrassed about your toothbrush again because your head will always be <laughs> fresh. <laughs> You've never felt that way. Like you've never, like when we were dating, you didn't ever see like the head of my toothbrush and be like, oh my gosh, she needs a new toothbrush. That's (laughs) so gross. No. You're not normal. No. Uh, You can get a great deal on a Bruce toothbrush right now simply by going to Bruce.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com slash upside. You'll get 20% off when you pick the Bruce brush kit and plan and that'll get those heads delivered right to your door and if you're dating you don't have to worry about getting broken up with because you have a gross toothbrush head bruch.com slash upside i'm on my feet a lot at work so heels are really hard to manage sometimes and flats used to be really hard for me too because i would wear them for a year maybe a little over a year. And not only are they not comfortable, but they would wear out and start to smell. And then you have to retire them after you've worn a pair that you really like. Well, not with Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are machine washable. Yep. I said machine washable. So when you get to a point where your shoes are dirty, or maybe they start to smell a little bit, you can throw them in the wash on a gentle cold cycle, never put heat on them. Okay. And then you let them air dry. It's like having a brand new pair of shoes. Rothy's are so cute. They have amazing styles and patterns. I love the sneaker style without the laces for like my everyday running around my go-to. I was actually wearing them during our move. If you can imagine that that's how comfortable they are. And at the end of the day, I can throw them in the wash and it's like a brand new pair of shoes. Every time your new favorite shoes are waiting, discover the versatile styles you can wear at absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside for $20 off your first order. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you cannot wait to put on every single day. Now, I know temperatures are getting higher in the 90s every day, humidity through the roof. Why is anybody talking about putting clothes on? Well, the clothes are Bombas, soft, seamless, tagless, super cozy, and they are super perfect for every single thing that you do. You're into sports. They got comfy performance styles that have thoughtful design features. They're going to keep you cool. You're going to forget that you're wearing Bombas clothes. If you could work out naked, you would. But you can't. That's illegal. So Bombas, they got you covered. Their underwear even has a barely there feel with second skin support. So their socks, underwear, T-shirts, all so comfortable for you for summer. But they're also the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. So know that when you make a purchase at Bombas, they make a donation of the same to somebody who is experiencing homelessness. Go to bombas.com slash upside, get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off bombas.com slash upside. Summer can be a lot on parents because you have to entertain the tiny humans for months at a time. 
let KiwiCo help you with that and do it in a way where you can enjoy your kids and enjoy bonding with your kids without having to be the one that plans and organizes and shops and prepares for the project project that you're doing. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages, and they include everything. So you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. I mean, how fun is that during the summer? We got Ellie's first crate when she was just a couple of months old, right? So the play looked a little bit different, but it was super cool because I could learn developmentally what was important for her. And I had no idea. KiwiCo made it super easy for us. Do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime, and there's something for kids of all ages. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, uh, researchers in Canada are backing up a study that came out last year from researchers in the United States that some dogs know more than 200 words. The Canadian researchers, though, uh, broke down the breeds that are the smartest. Border Collie. Number two. You were about to say Australian Shepherd. I was. Australian Shepherd is number one. Border Collie is number two. German Shepherd is number three. Um, Also on the list, uh, the Cavalier King Charles. Really? And a Chihuahua. Okay, I did not know this. Yep. Um, The average dog knows about 89 words and phrases, some up to 200. You know what makes me laugh is that a chihuahua is smarter than Lily. (laughs) Remember the, um, my second random thing is, remember the cartoon, The Jetsons? Yeah, best cartoon. And there was Rosie who would come in and clean the house. She was a robot. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was conveyor belts to get you dressed and flying cars to get you to work. That cartoon took place in the year 2062 and in the first season of the Jetsons George was 40 which means this is the year that he was born weird <laughs> that took me a minute I'm like what that's George, so weird George Jetson was born well, this happy year birthday, yeah. George Jetson uh and my third random thing is Americans fight four times per month about dishes now I would be interested to know what they're counting as a fight because you and I don't fight about dishes, but we definitely make remarks to each other about the dishes. Mm-hmm. Like where dirty dishes are left, when dishwashers been unloaded, when who didn't start the dishwasher. So four, four actually seems about right. If we're counting those little remarks, don't you think? If you're counting the remarks and how often is it? Four times per month. Yeah. Okay. If that. Okay. Um, If you take spouses out of it and put the entire family into it, kids and everything, uh, this is obviously older kids. Um, There are 217 dish-related arguments every year in a house. And those are all, I'm sure, parents screaming at kids about cereal bowls in the room Mm -hmm. or 
you know, water glasses all over the house, et cetera, et cetera. Those are my three random things. When Jeff and I sat down to record the show, our doorbell rang and we both looked at each other. Like, I think we both kind of jumped up we're like, did our, did our doorbell ring? Did you hear that? I heard that because even the delivery drivers now, like nobody rings our doorbell. I actually, I thought of that the other day, how strange it is. Remember years ago, if you were getting a package, they would knock on your door, ring your bell, and you would usually have to sign Time for it. it. Right Now they're just lobbing it from the, if they even step up on your, on your curb mm-hmm. to get it to your porch, then it's like, that's a good delivery driver. They're just like hurling them like an old school newspaper delivery. Right. Like, here you go. Here's your breakables. Chunk. Um, so when somebody rang the bell, like this entire house froze and we have, um, a ring doorbell for the first time. So I was all excited. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't answer it yet. We <laughs> Let's can see who it is. We look and see who it was. And it was um, somebody sell it, sending us nice flowers, which is so sweet. Uh, but I'm like, they're out there. Well, now what do we do? It was weird. Either that or it's like a sign of how antisocial we've been. Like, I don't know. We haven't had anyone ring in our doorbell in a very long time. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. If you have a telemarketing firm or you're trying to sell people on car warranties or something like that, I've got a great strategy for you. Don't. Yeah, no. (laughs) Callie and I got burned so badly a couple of months ago. Uh, she got a call on her phone, a very important call, but it came up with the caller ID that said spam risk. So she didn't answer it. And they left a voicemail and and it was, uh, it was a bank calling, it was financial related and they left a voicemail and then it, it took like a week or two for us to finally figure out that it was legit and Callie called him back and all and, and whatnot. But for whatever reason, this legitimate call came in under spam risk, right? Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, every time something comes up spam risk, Callie and I both answer it. And I think it'll take a couple more, maybe now, because everything's winding down. Like we're moved, we're yeah. in our new house, we're, we're uh, all organized with all of our business stuff. So. Maybe it can start to wind down now, but if you are a telemarketer, you should register some phone numbers as spam risk and just call and give people, like just call people up and go, hey, do you want a hundred bucks? Because then everybody will start answering the spam risk call because the word will spread quickly. That is true. Like, hey, I got a spam risk call. It really wasn't spam. It was just somebody calling to give me a hundred bucks. But when you say that, you're going to get hung up on. Right. There's the flaw in the plan. Good morning. I'm listening to Callie explain how her phone just plays her iTunes music from like 12 years ago. Mine also does that, only it's Justin Bieber's Christmas album. And I also can't figure out how to make it stop. So I'm hoping that other people call in and tell us because, yeah, I mean, Justin Bieber's fine, but Christmas music just can't do it all the time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming and burnout can happen without us even realizing it. Maybe you feel unmotivated or tired or helpless. A lot of people associate burnout with work, but for a lot of us, that may not be the case. 
any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burnt out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind us all to prioritize our mental health. I've been in therapy on and off for years and it has completely changed my life. If you're struggling and you're thinking about therapy, you've probably asked yourself, okay, really, what's it going to do for me? How could it really help me more than I can help my, than I can help myself? And that's a really common thought, but therapy can and does help. And you don't have to wait for the fog to lift or try and navigate a hard time all by yourself. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Hey, Callie, um, I just heard you talking about cleaning um, inside your fridge. If you really want to get into it, watch YouTube videos on how to clean the back of your fridge, where your coils are and all that stuff. It is mind-blowing. And I've also been opened up to learning how to clean my washing machine. Like, what is going on? I've never been taught this. Um, And there's just all kinds of things that you should be cleaning that nobody knows about. So have a good day. Bye. Hey, this is Tracy, and it was so good to hear the comments at the end again. Thanks so much. And it was hilarious listening to all the comments about underwear and packing. But to me, the best part was just panty math. I keep laughing every time I think about it. That was so stinking funny. So glad y'all are back. Sounds like life is good. Take care. Hey guys, uh, it's Renee from Georgia. Callie, if you figure out how to stop your car from playing random iTunes music, please tell us. I get in my car and I want my podcast to play, obviously, listening to you guys right now. But I don't want a random song from 2004 that I guess I downloaded, like uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s Christmas album, to play whenever I get in the car. So please tell me how to stop it. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Meredith. Um, I can totally one-up you, Callie, on the Taylor Swift. My boss and I flew out of state for a board meeting and arrived at this very small airport at the same time as several of the older male board members. And we had rented a giant suburban, so I go to get a car. It starts raining, so I'm, like, rushing. Um, As I'm pulling up to the curb to pick everyone up, I plug in my phone so we can have GPS to navigate to the hotel. And Tupac starts blasting in the car, and I just wanted to disappear. Um, So it was a long, quiet, uncomfortable ride to the hotel after that in the pouring rain. So, um, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, my gosh, Callie. That has happened to me so many times. I haven't listened to my iTunes music in forever, and randomly, and fairly often, it just comes on, and it'll be like some old, I don't know, Room 5, or when Apple downloaded all the YouTube album onto your um, library without your permission, one of those songs will pop up. I mean, it is so random, and I don't even listen to it, but it will come on frequently. I don't get it either. If you figured it out, you better share. Vice versa. Have a good day. Hey guys, I was calling about the 
um, getting in your car and your, I don't know if it's a, the Bluetooth car thing or an iPhone thing, but we have the same issue. And it's really frustrating because it's ruining songs for me. For about six months, it was the same song of a band that I love. And now I just can't listen to the song anymore because every time I get in the car, it starts playing. And now, you know, the music guys have switched it. Now it's a Lumineer song. And I'm even more upset because they're like my favorite band. And this song is getting ruined. It's just, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. But yes, you're not alone in this problem. First world problem. Okay, bye. If you're constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist, and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt. And the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you. Something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.